Hi, you beautiful light worker. Thanks so much for listening to the Golden Otter Divinations podcast, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. I'm your host, Autumn Seibel, and today on episode 309, I have the internationally acclaimed World Peace Ambassador, Mabel Katz, here to share the benefits of Ho'oponopono, the ancient Hawaiian art and practice of problem solving for achieving happiness and peace. Join us for the four simple statements that will begin to immediately transform your life for better health, increased wealth, and abundance of love, and your perfect self-expression. Moving into zero frequency, as Mabel and I discuss, enables us to be at peace no matter what is going on around us with our day-to-day worries, anxieties, projections, fears, and self-esteem issues. After listening, you can find more information by heading to the show notes where you'll find all the links. Access any new or full moon rituals we discussed 24-7 via my website, goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal.us. Get more information on how to join our Lunar Manifestations Moon Circle. Looking forward to seeing you on the next live members-only call at the next new or full moon. All right, enjoy the episode. And if you have any questions about mediumship, manifestation, moons, or all things metaphysical, feel free to drop me a message. I'd love to hear from you. With love and light, Autumn. Hi everyone, I'm Autumn and you're listening to Golden Otter Divinations. Thanks for joining us today as we explore where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join us as we share new, informative, and engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more to help uplift, educate, and empower seekers like you to find physical and spiritual healing. So that was a quick little video that I actually recorded for today's guest, who's Mabel Katz, the author of Zero Frequency, The Easiest Way to Peace, Happiness, and Abundance. And I recorded that when I was in a state of um, zero frequency. And uh, before I bring Mabel on, I just want to introduce her. Mabel Katz is an author, speaker, and internationally acclaimed world peace ambassador. And she's here to share the benefits of Ho'oponopono, the ancient art and practice of problem solving for achieving happiness and peace, which infuses wisdom, which infuses the wisdom incorporated in her new book, Zero Frequency. Moving into zero frequency enables us to be at peace no matter what is going on around us with our day-to-day worries, anxieties, projections, fears, and self-esteem issues. So join us as we explore how how changing the channel of our vibrational diets invites in all the abundance and serendipities and joy we are seeking. Without further ado, please welcome Mabel Katz. Hello, Mabel. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's so great to be here with you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you so much. So to raise our, and that's so funny that I ended up playing that. I was supposed to play the show intro. And then as we were going to leave, I was going to say, I actually recorded something for you. I was going to send you privately. Now I'm going to send it. Um, but to, to usually to raise our vibration and get into the flow. Oh my gosh, my bell. I'm at zero frequency. My mouth is like in a perma smile. I like to start the show by asking all of our guests if they've had any golden moments lately. Golden meaning a time you were just totally in the flow or an interaction you knew was set by spirit or otherwise otherworldly. Something that made you smile or made your heart sing. Had any golden moments lately? So you are asking me? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I, I am a continual learner. I love to learn. So whenever I have an aha moment or something that I realize something or something that... So I think my last one was when I realized what I had written in my CEO Frequency book, because I've been fighting with the universe. Uh, I've been trying to publish this book for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. The last manuscript was ready a year ago, 
but the book was um, was published right now. I mean, uh, in July uh, mm-hmm. of 2020. And uh, when I was recording the audiobook, I was in awe of what I talking about pandemic. I was talking about a peace and love pandemic that can heal. Uh, the world, talking about changing humanity, talking about homeschooling, and I'm thinking, what did I know when I wrote those things? Yes, but the book it was for for now, and that gave me the realization that when you let go, when you allow yourself to be in the flow, you are at the right place at the right time with the right people. <laughs> you know, instead of pushing. Oh my gosh, that's so true. Um, it's funny that you mentioned homeschooling. I, I'm actually homeschooling this year. So I was a, I'm a licensed teacher. I taught high school for over a decade, and then I went to curriculum development. And just the way that the world changed this year, it suddenly homeschool suddenly became kind of our only option and our best option out of a very limited pool of options. And we're going on like month two now. And I've noticed that like my children are so much more grounded. We're so much more empty. And as an educator myself, I always... I actually used to say I was I, in my ego mind, like as you mentioned in your book, you talk a lot about like the difference between the ego, the you know the different layers. And um, I used to say I didn't become a teacher to teach my own children. Which <laughs> is like just so rude because why else would you become a teacher if not to also teach your own children? And um, it just lets us start our days on our own schedule in our own way with so much like ease and flow and. Uh, I don't think it's a choice that most people would make unless the situation evolved so that they had to, because it's, it goes against the grain. It's really against the grain. And now I feel like, um, and I was a public school teacher for over a decade. And so it was like, even outside of my range of what I was comfortable doing. And I have all the training in the world. I have a, I have a master's in education. If I'm not equipped to do it, who is? If I'm not equipped to homeschool my own children, who is? Um, but it has just been such a joy and such a blessing to watch my daughters get up and be on their own schedule and to explore their learning in their own way. And I kind of feel like that's what 2020 has been for everybody. And it's just this huge paradigm shift. And um, for me, I was so happy to find your book now. Like I knew we were supposed to do this interview before around summertime and, you know, again, just a busy summer fall. And I started reading the book a couple weeks ago. And it was like, um, you know, divine timing, like the exact perfect time to be reading it. Because as I would read each chapter, there's a chapter on um, inner, the inner child and talking to your inner child, saying like, what do you want? What do you need? And I was aware of the inner child, but I never really gave it much thought. And um, it just so happens that I'm in a season of dealing with things from that time. And to see the lens through my children and myself, I don't know, and then to layer the book in it, it really is... Um, it's a zero frequency moment for me, which I would love for you to explain to everybody what exactly zero frequency means, because I keep coming back to it. And, and now it's a thing that we use in the house. Like, are you at zero? Because this doesn't feel like zero. <laughs> Get to zero fast. Or like, how do we move to zero? So could you explain to the um, seekers watching this what zero frequency is? Okay, so zero frequency is when you know when you have a problem, but you are still at peace. Mm-hmm. Then when you have a problem, but you don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because you are irresponsible, but because you want to be in control. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, we think that if you have a problem, you have to think about it, you have to worry about it, you need to use your head, you have to be responsible. But um, but the thing is, that's the worst thing we can do. That's when you are completely off zero frequency. Mm-hmm. What happens is when you let go, zero frequency is about letting go 
and giving your problems to a mind that is more intelligent than yours, mm -hmm. you know, and that is not the ego. I don't care how many titles, university titles you have, you mm -hmm. don't know anything. I yeah. have two, and realizing that I didn't know anything, it, it set me free. It made me a, a happy person, you know, I don't need to be perfect. I don't need to know. So knowing that there is a more intelligent mind than yours that is always ready, you know, as, as soon as you ask, zero frequency is about asking. Zero frequency is, is uh, based on Ho'oponopono. But because I come from the business world, I used to be an accountant, a tax specialist, um, I needed to create something that it was Ho'oponopono uh, applied, yeah, to mm -hmm. the everyday life, to your everyday problems. Uh, telling you how I've seen so many results by, you know, this letting go and trusting mm -hmm. and, and different ways that you can get to zero. But your question is very good. One of my, I've been doing zero frequency trainings around the world for many, many years. And uh, in once I, I presented in Germany and in the first break, a guy came and said, oh, I thought you were going to take us to zero today. You know, <laughs> and I said, well, first, first. Is the first break, yeah. So <laughs> give me a minute. It's 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 all over, you know. And I didn't get to see you. Second of all, today is about awareness, so that you notice every time you are not at zero, because you can choose. You have free choice, and you can choose, you know, if you want to go back to zero or not. So it's moment by moment because our memories are playing moment by moment, mm -hmm. and because. Problems are part of life because we are here to co to correct, to make amends. We are here to learn. Uh, problems are opportunities. So they are going to keep coming. It's not about how not to have problems. Yeah. It's how you deal with it so that it, they don't affect you, that you can come back to be the observer. Zero frequency is living, uh, being yourself, your real self, the observer, you know, not identifying with the problem, not identifying with your titles, or how much money you have in the bank or the car you drive. It is about being yourself. And when you are yourself, you are at zero frequency, you are happy, and it looks like you are lucky. Things start coming to you. Mm -hmm. So I have a completely new career. Yes, I let go completely of a very stable and profitable career, like a, a senior tax accountant, um, to do something that it didn't make any sense and I don't have any titles to do this. Mm -hmm. But since I let go completely of my career, that was November of 2008, I got up in the morning and I said, I'm not preparing any more taxes. Um, I, the invitations to speak never stopped. Uh, the buying of my, cop the copyrights of my books, you know, also by emails never stopped. Because instead of worrying, instead of planning or something, I just put in the zero frequency and there is much, not much that I have to do. I think it's so, um, not not ironic, but just funny that you, because I read in your book that you were an accountant, because most people come to the spiritual path doing something else. I mean, how else would we get here? <laughs> there has to be that contrast. And every time, like every time I was like, oh, she was an accountant. And then the more I kept reading zero frequency to zero frequency accountant, I was like, you were born for this, mother. <laughs> like, I just think it's so funny. Like, you're an accountant and you deal with numbers. And then the whole idea is zero frequency. And I don't know, maybe I'm just like kind of latched onto this idea of zero frequency because it like gives a scale. And you're exactly right. It's, it's about making a choice. And after that weekend, you know, I recorded that video. I was in a literal state of bliss. And then we get home and just start week 
kind of like hits me. And I was no longer at zero. I don't know what number I was at. I was off the Richter scale, but I saw it happen. My kids saw it happen. My husband saw it happen. We all felt it. And then, you know, they were also off. And it gave us like a little, you know, because they didn't read the book. They just heard me talking about it. But it gave us a little anchor to go back to. So it's like, hey, are we at zero? How can we get back there? Because we're not here. We're not there now. So like all week I've been like, well, it's only Tuesday. But I'm like, let's get to zero. Let's get to zero. Um, so could, <laughs> could you explain a little bit um, about Ho'oponopono, which is the ancient Hawaiian, uh, it's an ancient Hawaiian art form. And it sounds like the modality through which a lot of the book was written. Um, I really appreciate it and it, use it almost as a mantra, especially if I'm trying to release something for myself. And if I didn't get it right, or I'm, I'm a bit of a perfectionist of the Capricorn and I sometimes hold things too tightly. And um, I use it. I thought. I thought only Virgos did that. No, <laughs> maybe they all do. It. I don't know. Pisces, they don't. They're kind of like, we'll just chill. Just be the water sign. Um, but could you explain that a little bit, like how you would use it to get to zero frequency? Because I've heard a lot of people talk about what I interpret zero frequency to be as like state, um, flow, the vortex, um, the zone. You know, there's a lot of ways of interpreting it. And I, I don't know if it's just the way it hit me. But for me, what I hear is zero frequency. I know exactly what that is. And it's almost like it gives me a, a way to calibrate. Like if zero is the place that I need to be, these are the left and right parameters of not being in zero where miracles manifest and things happen serendipitously. Um, the vortex, state, the zone, it's a little bit too uh, ethereal and out there. And from the book, you describe using Ho'oponopono to get into that. Could you give us some examples of how... And how listeners could do that. I tell you that the thing that convinced me most about Ho'oponopono was to apply it in my business. When I used to be an accountant mm -hmm. and I, uh, how I started my own practice, it didn't make any sense. I was going through a divorce, so I needed stability. And instead of, you know, going full time to the CPA office where I was kind of uh, helping as a freelancer, no, I said, I'm going to... Uh, uh, start my own business. I mean, it didn't make any sense. So mm -hmm. sometimes the thing of letting go and trusting, uh, it puts you on zero frequency immediately. Yes. Um, what happened is zero frequency is, is about being present. Yes. And so most of the time we are not present. So you cannot say, oh, I was at zero all day today. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's just those moments. But in those moments, you know, in a second, your life can change. We have faith that it can change for the worse, you know, a, a diagnostic, an accident, you lose somebody. Why don't we have faith that it can change in a second for good? Yeah. And that's kind of my experience. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, so I let go of my I let go of my career. And a year later, I was counting with some income and I had already a lot of employees, a new career, you know. And um, and suddenly that income disappeared. So I said, "Oh my God, I do this now with it." So yeah. my my ego immediately says, "Oh, you will have to go back to preparing taxes." That is definitely taking me off zero. Okay, mm -hmm. the worry, the fear. How am I gonna do it? Oh, I have to fire these people. Can you imagine all the things that go through your head? Yes. And 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 then uh, suddenly it's like I change stations. Yes, and I said, "Hey." God knows why I'm here. He knows how much I need and when. I'm not going to worry. And I became a child. When you are 
When you do what you love, you are at zero. When you act like a child, you are at zero. When you trust yourself, love yourself, you know, just the way you are, you are at zero. So again, suddenly you are lucky. Things happen. You know, the first thing that happened is I received a notice from the bank telling me that my mortgage went half, uh, half. So I had to pay half of what I was paying. So I need to right. <laughs> because I was paying. I didn't call the bank to say, hey, I don't have the income. You know, what, what, what am I going Just the universe took care to show me that mm-hmm. there wasn't, was nothing I need to worry about. Okay? So that doesn't mean that then I was at zero all the time. No, because there was a part of me that still worried. There was a part of me that still was fearful. There was a part of me that said, no, maybe we should go and, and, and find a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so right, when you are conscious, when you become that observer, you know you're not your fears, mm-hmm. and you know you're not your worries, and you know, and you can bring yourself back to, to zero, mm-hmm. yes? And then you are in that flow, and everything really that is right and perfect for you, it just comes to you. Mm-hmm. So every time that I notice that I was uh, going into, I was going to engage, you know, with the fear, the worry, I would look up and say, I'm not going to worry. Like a little child. Yeah. I didn't have to fire anybody. Oh, no. I I was able to hire more people. Mm -hmm. My business continued to grow. But but the thing is that if I would have bought into, if I Mm -hmm. didn't go to zero, Mm -hmm. if I wouldn't live in the present, I mean, who knows? Maybe I would be... a great accountant right now. <laughs> because, oh, you know what? That that didn't work. That wasn't for me. Yeah. So when you trust, I have so many stories of crazy, uh, illogical decisions mm-hmm. that I, I took. You know, I, I can tell you amazing stories. So being at zero is putting yourself in that flow without no worrying or something, being present. And suddenly you are one with the universe and the universe takes care of you. And, and it, it works for everybody. That's why I like to share. I was, I was a, no, a non-believer. I didn't believe in anything, especially if I couldn't see it, touch it, yeah. you know, hear it. Um, and for me, opening up my mind that even if I couldn't see it or hear it or something maybe existed, it changed my life. I think that the idea of that we are not alone Mm-hmm. put you in zero frequency, you know? Mm-hmm. And and the trusting part is very mm-hmm. important. You have a line in your book. It's it's similar to the, like, I'm not going to believe it. It's like, I'm not buying it. And um, there's there's also a part, it's towards the end of the book, and you say, um, oh, gosh, you're talking about, like, just because we have a thought doesn't mean that we have to believe it. It's like, you don't have to believe every thought that comes into your brain because our brains are literally wired to find problems to solve. And... It's like every time a thought comes in, because it, in, um, I really loved your book. I love books that have like action items at the end where it's like how to get into zero frequency. And you have a list of like one to five, maybe seven things that people can do after each chapter. So you have a chapter on gratitude. And then you, at the end of it, give some examples of how are people can get into it. Yeah. And I always love books that are practical like that. And one of them like, say, I'm not buying it. Like, and I love it because then if my brain presents me with something, especially since, um, I'm going to be sharing this with my members of the upcoming Aries full moon in uh, during our moon circle. So if you're a member and you're watching this, you can check this out there because I'm not going to share it here. But I'm going through things that I'm processing things from my childhood that um, 
I will, I will uh, like start to relive it now. And then I have to consciously stop myself and go like, no, I'm an adult. This is not happening. I talk to my inner child and then I go, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. <laughs> and it's just enough of a pattern interrupter to give me the time to just like catch my breath because I know I'm not in zero frequency, but at least I can catch myself from going to whatever is not zero frequency, 1000 <laughs> gigawatts. I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to tell you that I learned that from a science, a brain scientist. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of Dr. Jill Bolte Taylor. She has a book, uh, My Stroke of Insight. Yeah, I read that. She, she she has she, she had a stroke in the left hemisphere. Mm -hmm. She needed rehabilitation. She needed to learn how to walk, how to read, how to eat everything again. Mm -hmm. But she remembered everything. And one of the things she says is, you know, the thoughts, those are stories. Our yeah. stories is the need of our mind to be talking, to making stories, you know, to having opinion and judgments and things like that. But you have to realize you are not that and you, mm -hmm. you do have the control. So she she tells the mind, thank you, but I'm busy. Thank you, but I'm busy. Yeah. You know? And she says she allows her mind to bend only 9 to 9.30 in the morning and 9 to 9.30 at night. The rest of the day cannot. No, now I'm busy. That was a fascinating chapter in your book because if I remember correctly, she had a stroke and then as her memory started coming back, I can't remember if it was the left hemisphere, I believe it was the left hemisphere, would tell her something, but it would only tell her like part of the story or she would only have part of the story and then that hemisphere of the brain would try to like fill in the details because the right side, like the other side hadn't come back. And then she would get stuck in these stories or like a perception of what she was seeing or experiencing that she thought she had all the details, but she in fact did not because the, they weren't crossing. And I'm going to be, I'm actually going to um, go back and read her book. I'm really uh, interested to see the science of that. Yeah. Especially for people who experience trauma, because when you experience trauma, your brain literally like rewires itself and as a protective me mechanism, like drop a curtain almost and you can't connect. And so then you have to like, <laughs> like um, your brain forms these other connections to tell that tell, tell the rest of the story um hi folks i'm not a doctor or neuroscientist is neuroscientist nor do i play one on the internet Wait, so talk to a doctor about that another, i'll mention <laughs> another scientist bruce lipton oh okay. yeah yeah biology belief bruce lipton tells you that we walk with two antennas mm -hmm. you know that they, not even the thoughts are on display Mm -hmm. Yeah, so where are they coming from? So, but you have different channels. So many times I call it change stations, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. This station doesn't work, so you can listen to the other one. Mm -hmm. The other one has the right answers, have the right solutions, the perfect solutions for you. So why we keep doing what it doesn't work? Why yeah. do we keep identifying with something we are not? So that, that's the, the most important thing is we need to realize Ho'oponopono is about who am I, mm -hmm. realizing that you are not your memories, that everything that you are experiencing is the monitor that is showing you the program that you have downloaded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you don't like the monitor, you have to work on your programs and only yeah. when you change, the monitor changes. So speaking of antennas, you say in your book, when you touch a tuning fork, you can hear the sound of the vibration. Did you know that if there's another, another tuning fork close by with the same frequency, it will vibrate and sound without you touching it? 
And if other tuning forks around have a higher frequency, they will not be affected. This is very important information. We attract and are affected by things at our same frequency. If we don't like what we are attracting, we need to elevate our frequency. So this is exactly what we're doing when we connect to zero. And as you change, everything changes. And that's so true. I mean, they always say like you're um, you're the sum total of the five people you surround yourself with, and it's their uh, wealth, health, the the love that they like the relationships. So um, there definitely is something to that. So speaking of zero frequency, where can people get a copy of the book? Uh, well, in Amazon right now, if you go to Amazon, you can find it under Zero Frequency by Mabel Katz. Uh, my name, you can find it there. Soon you will find it in the stores and soon you will find it in my website too. But right now, if your people go to zerofrequency.com uh, um, slash uh, book, um, and when they get it in Amazon, actually they get $100 in bonuses. One is my very first zero frequency training that I did, uh, that Dr. Ihaliakala, my teacher, my Ho'oponopono teacher, came and taught with me. So you have him there and he's in audio. And then another wonderful training we did here in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles. That one is in video with Don Miguel Ruiz, DC Cordoba, uh, Gary Quinn, and many more. That actually it is an, an unbelievable opportunity to get processes and to get distinctions and things that you can do to practice, you know, and especially because uh, some of them are very, um, they are very business and goal oriented. Yes. So you will get amazing information and you get those for free when you buy the book and you come back to zerofrequency.com forward slash book. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Okay, so another thing that you have in your book that I wanted to talk about is, okay, so going back to Ho'oponopono, the kind of core tenets are, um, it's a mantra, I love you, I'm sorry, thank you, please forgive me. And you can kind of say them in any order, uh, in any circumstance, and it's um, a, an ancient Hawaiian form of problem solving, which makes total sense when you live on an island, you would need some way to solve problems. Um, fun fact, I was actually born in Hawaii, and that's where we, uh, I started my teaching career. Um, and so I actually taught, uh, I, I didn't teach a Ho'oponopono, but I was aware of it teaching modern Hawaiian history and it always like kind of stuck with me uh, before I kind of like went on the spiritual path. But what I love about it is when you say like, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who you're saying it to. You can say it to yourself. You can say it to another person. And you say in your book, you do this chalkboard example and you'll probably do a better job explaining it than I will. Um, but you say, you know, um, if you put something on the board, you know, something happens in life. And then one person sends the, the love, the energy, the forgiveness, um, the gratitude to that. It actually neutralizes and erases it for everyone. So you give this example in your book of a seminar you're at where you have people come up and write things on the board and then they erase it. And you're like, okay, can you guys all still see it? And you're like, and like no, it's gone. It's like, and you say, exactly. That's the point. When one person erases it, they erase it for all. Um, so why do so many people seem to get stuck in the past um, and the future. And, you know, is that the worst thing that we can do when we have a problem is to um, just keep this, grabbing it, trying to hold it. <laughs> How can we release it? <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. So let's, let's say that uh, let's, okay. So let's say 
that um, you have a problem, yes? So again, it's just the monitor. So you have two choices. You can talk to the monitor, try to convince, try to have the last word. And, and some, sometimes you win, but you feel empty anyway. You know, you're not yeah. happy anyway. Yeah. The second, so you, the second choice that you have is to press the delete key. So mm -hmm. any tool that we use with Ho'oponopono, we are pressing the delete key. So what does it do? Ho'oponopono really is, I'm sorry, please forgive me for whatever is in me that created this. Mm -hmm. Okay? So again, as a little child, no guilt, yes? No sin. No, we are not bad people, yeah? But we are responsible. We came with all these <laughs> programs, and that's why we chose to came. We came to make amends. The word Ho'oponopono means how to correct an error. So what Ho'oponopono talks is about 100% responsibility. What is it in me? But like a little child, the work is totally inner work. You are not actually telling it to anybody else. And, and the idea is that you're working with your memories. And the only one that can erase memories is God. Yes, the only one that can transmute. So it's a way of allowing God to do the transmutation. And we have a lot of, I call it, I call it passwords. Yeah, different ways of, of uh, pressing the delete key for the computer to erase. So it could be thank you. It could be I love you. It could be I'm sorry, please forgive me. It could be the four, the, the famous four phrases. But actually, my teacher got the thank you to replace all that. So one day he came back from uh, a walk and he says, you know, I heard divinity say, just tell them to say thank you. I know what they mean. Yeah, because again, it's a password. But you have to know whatever password you use. Uh, because even I use, like I told you, I'm not going to worry or I let go and trust, um, that that you have to know that you are taking 100% responsibility. What is it in me? Okay. And I don't need to know because there are memories. And no matter how much you analyze and you think this is the problem, oh, I got to the core, you know, it's not that because it's a memory. And that mm -hmm. memory could be from one of your ancestors. It could be from another lifetime. So the idea is you have to let go and allow for God to transmute. Uh, so again, the computer knows how to erase. You don't have to tell, you know, the computer. The other part is you have to trust because mm -hmm. sometimes don't get resolved as fast as you would like or the way you expect it. Mm -hmm. and, when you, and when you do this without expectation because you really let go and trust, you mm -hmm. won't believe your because amazing things happen. So, again, a lot of people ask, do I have to think about the problem or the person? No, you don't want to think. <laughs> that helps you to stop the mind. What are you doing? You are coming back to... Ho'oponopono is stopping the mind, the stories, coming back to present, uh, and asking for help and allowing for the help to come. We call it inspiration. How the help comes by inspiration. First, you have to make some room, yes? You have to create an empty space because right now we are too busy, yes? So when when the transmutation happens, then inspiration can come. When you are at zero, you speak from uh, inspiration. You act from inspiration. You move from inspiration. Many people see Ho'oponopono as very simple. No, how come something so easy can work? Yeah, because you are working directly with source. 
That's why it worked. And that's why I call it the easiest way. All my previous books are called the easiest way. I even have a children's, the easiest way to grow. (laughs) Because Can you hold it up? Yes. What is that? It says the easiest way to be to grow messages. You'll be glad to know. Oh, it's amazing. I'm gonna get my kids this one. You know why? Uh Autumn. Because I found out many things that changed my life that um, I said, I have to tell these to people. I have to tell these to children. We mm-hmm. have to allow children to be themselves, to yeah. be happy now. They don't have to go through what we went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I have, then I have another children's, <laughs> Malujia the Happy City. <laughs> so um, Malujia the Happy City is Ho'oponopono basics, but in 26 stories. Oh, beautiful. And it's, it, are the children actually sharing Ho'oponopono with the tourists that come to the Malukia Happy City to visit? Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, I'll find it. Those are on Amazon, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> we can get yeah, them. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I, I love to work with children. I love to work with youth because I woke up in mid midlife, <laughs> you know, and I feel, oh, if I knew this, my life would have been so different. That's why I needed to write children's books too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, that takes us back to the very beginning of this interview where I played the thank you that I made for you while I was at zero frequency, which I was going to send you privately and or play at the end. But my tech, I'm using a new tech thing and everything that, you know, but it happened exactly in the perfect timing. And so we took that trip for my daughter because she lost her first tooth. She's seven and she's waited so long. She's been talking about it for years and years and years. And when she was baby, I told her she had to wait till she was in kindergarten to lose her teeth. I just like made up that because I was just like, I'm not ready for you to lose teeth. And then it was like, she waited till she was seven. I mean, granted, teeth are teeth. And so we celebrated that by taking her to this, you know, really fancy lodge and the tooth fairy came. And we just, we really took the time to make it magical because I wanted to anchor in to her being and her sisters because her sister, you know, we said, when you lose your first tooth, you'll get to go somewhere to start thinking about it. But I wanted to anchor that in. And it's not that I didn't receive that as a child, because I did, I received similar type experiences, but I didn't want her, it's like, I want to plant these seeds now and let them grow into self-worth and just like joy for her body and all of these things uh, without having to deprogram later. And that's what I think like as a mother, um, especially when I'm not at zero frequency. Like I said, right after that, I came home, I flipped and I was like, turn it. Did I just undo my zero frequency? It's like, no, I just now get another chance to start again and to do better and to um, let, oh, I love what you say, let go and trust be the clues to happiness. And um, I'm going to start doing that at my, at the new and full moon. I have a hosted moon circle. We plant our intentions at the new moon and then we harvest them at the full moon. And those two periods of the lunar cycle are very um, uh, like prominent in the month and there's different phases throughout the month, but um, I feel like practicing zero frequency on a daily basis, at least for me, uh, is going to be so, I can start to feel how rewarding it's going to be because truly letting go and trusting, especially right now when we are in the middle of something that as um, like most of us on earth have, haven't experienced, I said to my grandma, she turned 95, and I said, Grandma, you're not even old enough to have lived through two global pandemics because you missed the 1918 one by a couple of years. Like, 
with your spring ticket, just to be funny. But really, like, we've never experienced something like this. Um, so letting go and trusting are the clues to happiness because it is out there. Um, before we, we go, is there anything else you would like to leave us with? I would kind of like to ask you about how using um, Zero can help you grow your business, if you would like to yes. share. Yes, yes. Yes, definitely, uh, you know, when you said, first of all, is doing what you love. You cannot work for the money. I mean, that is, a, we need to reprogram ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? We need to unlearn to be able to relearn. So uh, I stumbled with my passion, yeah? I wasn't planning to leave my career. This was like a hobby. <laughs> so I never did it because I need. I wanted to, to teach anything. And the best advice my teacher gave me when I realized I was going to formally teach, um, it, I, I said, well, I'm going to go and take classes, yes, because I don't know anything about public speaking. And he told me, no, all you need is, um, is to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you will lose your naturality. So that's the best thing. If you want to be successful at your business, just do it because you love it. And you know to trust yourself. The money always follows love. It's not the other way around. Yeah. That's why it's very difficult. Like you said, we are living very special times. Open your mind that it's not a job what you are looking, maybe, yes, or changing jobs. You are looking at who you really are. What would you do even if you don't get paid? Because that is your compass. You know, yeah. that is the um, uh, passion is your compass. So you follow your passion. You believe in yourself. Uh, I didn't believe in myself. I had to start practicing. I let go and trust every time these, the stories, you know, you're not good. In, oh, you don't have a title. Oh, you need this. Oh, you, you understand what I mean? So you have to be in control by letting go. Letting go is being in control. Right now you are completely out of control. So do what you love. Find out what is it that, again, you would do even if you don't get paid because you love it. It gives you so much joy. Um, pay attention to the things that people tell you how good you are at something that sometimes mm. you don't. It is, it's important because for you it's easy because it's your talent. We all have yeah. a big talent. Okay, so following that, um, uh, again, trusting, no, uh, believing in yourself, uh, being yourself is basic. It's like the foundation. Mm -hmm. and, also, and, and also spirituality. I learned that in Japan when somebody told me we wouldn't hire you if we didn't know it has a, a spiritual component. In Japan, we know that the foundation of any successful business is spirituality. Mm -hmm. So don't think that spirituality is something you hide somewhere that you don't share, you don't talk about it, because no, spirituality is what will, it will make you successful. Everything that we are looking for is in spirituality. That means inside of you, because you are spirit, and you have this connection with the world, with the whole galaxy, the cosmos. So you have to trust yourself enough to go to find the answers, to find the way to move more from inspiration. And that all comes inside of you. So stop looking outside. Absolutely. Uh, like the last thing I want to say about your book that um, I took away, and I mean, it's exactly what I said to you in the very beginning, was you said, ask your inner child, like, what what do you want? And I mean, it. And now that I'm a mother, I take I spend so much of my time caring for actual children that um, while I was at the beach kind of reading and going through this, I I actually imagined myself as a child with my daughters. And 
I was like, what, how would I have been when I was this, my little one's age is four and a half. How would I have been when I was this one's age is seven and a half. And it gave me such a new lens to see mother, motherhood through instead of being this, you know, matriarch in the family. I was like, what if I was their peer? And what if I could love myself and love that child the way that I love, ah, my mouth's gonna, ah, can't cry on these shows. I cry. Um, what if I loved myself the way that I love these children? Like, how would that ripple through my life, but more importantly, theirs? And um, that was kind of my aha moment. Like, if I could love myself as much as I love them, and it's not always easy in our adult human forms <laughs> where we can see our glaring error. <laughs> um, but when when you connect to that, when I connected to that inner child, and I kind of like, what? did you want to be when you were younger? And I had some really amazing ahas that I'm so excited to, you know, take me into 2021 and beyond. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for that. I think, I think the most important is that you know that you can be a child. Your, your kids are observing you. They are not listening to you. And if you are a happy mother, you made them. All you have to be is happy, you know, and show them that they can themselves, that they they are okay the way they are, that again, that they can be happy now. I mean, and really, that's the most important. And you are lucky because you have small children and you can learn from them. Yeah. yeah. So for people that don't have, go, you know, to a place where you can observe kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. And remember, and remember how to, how to be a child again. Really, very important. Yeah. They're like mirrors. They're just like these little honesty disco balls reflect back to you <laughs> everything as it is and, and you're right the um like uh happy children are a happy mother and i've always said that like um if you're happy your kids will be happy and it's so easy to see um okay so before we go where can people find you what's your website it's going to be linked it is linked down below here but if you're listening to this where can folks go to find you Mama? well you can go to my zerofrequency.com page uh and you also can follow me in the in Facebook. I am Mabel Katz fan page or Instagram, Mabel Katz, Twitter, etc., etc. And if you go to MabelKatz.com, there are free resources. If you don't know anything about Ho'oponopono and would like to know more, we have a free Ho'oponopono video course and you will have a lot of information and resources. So if something resonated and says, well, maybe there is something here for me. Fantastic. This has been such a pleasure. Um, I look forward to having you on again, again when you uh, write whatever book is, is coming. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Thank you, Mabel. All right. So thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow Golden Otter Divinations on Instagram or here where you're watching this, uh, where you can check in and let me know about your golden moments so your spirit team and I can cheer you on. If you'd like to contact me or join our monthly uh, Moon Circle Lunar Manifestations, visit us on the manifest page now at uh, goldenotter.us. That's golden like a precious metal and otter like a precious animal. Um, And we will see you all next time. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Mabel, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure. (laughs) 
All right, Lightworker, thank you so much for tuning in to Golden Otter Divinations. For more tools to uplevel your metaphysical game, get your questions answered, and connect with me live at the next new or full moon, consider joining my Lunar Manifestations co-creation tribe now by heading to the link in the show notes. It's www.goldenotterdivinations.com forward slash join now. You can also get a digital copy of any rituals we discussed by clicking the Lunar Manifestations ritual link in the show notes or heading over to the Golden Otter Divinations YouTube channel where I share practical ways to incorporate uh, these metaphysical tips and tools into your everyday life. You can also message me on Instagram for more information. Lastly, if this moon thing is not for you, but you want to connect with me in real time, you can schedule a private one-to-one mediumship validation session by heading to the book now link in the show notes. It's always my honor co-creating with you in this sacred space. With love and light, Autumn. All right, Lightworker, thank you so much for tuning into Golden Otter Divinations. For more tools to up-level your metaphysical game, get your questions answered, and connect with me live at the next new or full moon, please consider joining my Lunar Manifestations co-creation moon circle now by heading to the link in the show notes. It's goldenotterdivinations.com forward slash join now. You can also get a digital copy of any rituals we discussed by clicking the Lunar Manifestations ritual link in the show notes or heading over to the Golden Otter Divinations YouTube channel, where I share practical ways to incorporate these metaphysical tips and tools into your everyday life. You can also message me over on Instagram for more information. It's always my honor connecting with you in this sacred co-creation space. Until we meet again, I'll feel your positive vibes back here next time. In gratitude, Autumn.